Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the Lineup Media Studios in beautiful downtown Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, season number three, show number 28. The year is flying by. Recorded Monday, September 12th, 2022. Thanks to partners Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. I'm Dave Light. Show number 28 features another charitable champion presented by Front Office Fiduciary Network. And I've got with me here again this week, Mr. Chad Opal. Back Thanks again. for having me. Yeah, excited. Guest number two is Zach Roseman of Quad County Sports, doing some pretty cool rankings and social media stuff and getting out there and getting really involved in high school sports. And I want to find out all about this guy and what he's doing. And I want you to see and find out all about him too. And guest number three, Edwardsville High School football, quarterback Jake Curry and middle linebacker Dalton Brown. Tigers off to a hot start, 3-0 on this season, taking on O'Fallon, a big battle in the Southwestern Conference. We're going to talk to these guys about their start of their season, and we're also going to talk to them about fourth-hour American literature, Chad. Sounds like fun. Three things. Yeah, you can't wait. As a former student, you know it's all seriousness. We don't have any laughs or jokes or fun and games in my class. Uh, I caught you about 20, 25 years ago. We had a little bit of fun. We had a lot of fun. We're still having fun in room 8206. Three things you can do to help. Number one, subscribe to this podcast. It's free and you love it. And where else are you going to hear from charitable champions like Peyton Hartman, Zach Roseman, Jake Curry, and Dalton Brown? And follow us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And number three, if you have a story idea, email me please at mespdave at gmail.com. Get some of our best story and guest ideas from listeners. Like Ross Monterusso. This guy's a referee down in Monroe County. He's given me two or three awesome guests. Great guy. And if you're a listener like Mr. Monterusso, get involved, send me an email. And remember, you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center Metro East Team of the Month. Could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to, you knew it was coming, mespdave at gmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. Just had the uh, ladies from Belleville East Volleyball Team of the Month. Excellent. The whole team fit in here? Nope. Coach and <laughs> coach and the Labrero. Okay. I think I said that right. That's the girl that wears the different colored shirt than everybody else. And she only stays in the back line. You know what's going on? Yeah. Peyton gets right. it. All right. Welcome to the show, Mr. Opal. Thank you. Good to see you. Great to see you. And we decided you. I was going to ask you to define what the charitable champion is. Yes, I'm happy to. Well, first of all, thanks for having me back on. And I'm super excited because... We are just now at the one-year mark. So we've been doing this for uh, just about a year. So I'm very proud of that. The Charitable Champion is uh, where we recognize a student athlete here locally that really epitomizes what it's all about by being a team player, 
being a great steward in the classroom and contributing to your community as well. And just, you know, going out and doing the right thing. Being a super involved kid, makes good decisions, leads, not necessarily the kid who leads the team in scoring. Doesn't always Correct. have to be the number one star on the court, but it's got to be that composite in the classroom, in the athletic arena. And as I've been sitting here thinking about the charitable champions that we've brought in here, they are, without exception, inspiring kids. Absolutely. Young people. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're not kids anymore. We've got a young lady here right now who's a freshman in college. But anyway, all right, let's introduce now Peyton Hartman, recent graduate of Roxana High School and current freshman at St. Louis University. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And when you graduated last spring from Roxana, you were very involved in the school. You were a, a cheerleader for, well, first of all, part of your career was paused by COVID. Yes. So you were a cheerleader all the seasons that it was available, right? We actually were able to get in our cheer season before COVID that year. Okay. So I did it all four years. All four years. One year of softball. No, yeah, one year of soccer and two years of softball. Yes. So you were you were definitely an all-around athlete playing a myriad of sports there at Roxana. How would you describe your time athletically at Roxana? I mean, I loved it. Like, I'll always be a diehard, once a shell, always a shell. I think the most important thing to me was always, like, the team itself. Like, I felt like my cheer team, we were always a really big family, so a lot of, like, memories that I'll have forever – came from sports and some of my lifelong friends will be people that I played sports with. And you got it done in the classroom, obviously also to be accepted into a fine school like St. Louis university. And what are you studying there? Uh, psychology. Awesome. And what are your long-term career goals? Uh, right now I'm on the pre-med track and then I'm thinking about eventually either doing like forensic psych or I've thought about sports psych, but I'm not really for sure yet. Sports psych. There you go. How about that? That's really cool. Good for you. Who were some of the people that were influential for you during your time at Roxana High School? Um, I think one of like the most important people was probably my cheer coach herself, uh, Mrs. Palin. She just really like shaped me into the athlete that I was, and she always had like high standards for us. So she always like pushed me to be myself, and I like never allowed myself to give up because I just wanted to always be like the best that I could for her. Very good. So she was really like motivating. Coaches awesome. can inspire people. That's very they good. They can motivate. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. And you guys were obviously a competitive cheer? Yes. Okay. And how many girls, was it only, was it all girls, not co-ed, right, at no. Roxana? How many girls were on the varsity squad? Uh, It varied from year to year. Most of the time it was only 12 can be on the mat, but you can have three alternates. So it could be like 15 girls, but then 12 competed. So it depended. Like my sophomore year, we had only had like eight girls on the mat. So it just depends on who you have that year. And it's a tough sport too. Cheer is a, is a tough sport and not everybody gets it. Some people, when they think of cheer, they just think of the girls on the sideline during the football game. Uh, yeah, for sure. But competitive cheer is a completely different animal. Describe the difference between competitive cheer and quote-unquote sideline cheering. Uh, sideline cheering is more of just like relaxed and like we're out there to have fun and to like get the crowd going. But then competition cheer, it's all about like grit and like not giving up. And you have to use every single like muscle in your body because it's stunting, tumbling, jumps. 
and it's just like really hardcore and you can't allow yourself to be lazy or slack off and if one person decides to be like that it affects the entire team i think cheer is almost the wrong word for it like when you talk about what you do in your competitive season what would you call it synchronized gymnastics slash dance yeah and stunts stunts yes stunts are a big part of it and that stuff that's is hard point and that stuff is hard oh my because gosh. you're 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 not cheering technically at that point i guess maybe you are but you're doing synchronized team gymnastics and stunts and that's hard and it's dangerous and it's physical mm-hmm. and it requires great athleticism right yeah i mean there's only like a 30 second portion of the routine that's actually cheering when we like do motions and say words, most of it's music and we're doing motions and stunts and jumps. And if you think, and if you think it's not a sport, I think that your opinion is ignorant, literally of what competitive cheer is all about. It's physical, it's competitive, it's a sport. And as I mentioned before, it's dangerous. Have you ever been hurt? Yeah, I broke my hip my freshman year. I like fractured my hip. And you still wanted to keep doing it, though. You didn't want to give up because that would have been No, done. I was actually – it was at a pep rally, and I was actually scared, and I, like, hid from my coach and went out there and tried to, like, do our dance routine. With a broken hip. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, didn't, it didn't end up very well, but I didn't want to be out. Yikes. Sounds like a charitable champion to me. That just, <laughs> just sounds painful. So what was your position? Uh, I was a main base. A main base. Yes. Okay, so girls are landing on you potentially. Yes, I have had that happen. Okay. All right. Let's talk about her nomination. Who nominated Miss Peyton Hartman from Roxana High School for the Charitable Champion Award? Yes, this is uh, your athletic director, Mark Briggs, his second nomination for uh, from Roxana. We and just he, had Evan Wells a couple weeks ago, the yeah. great uh, running back. They had just had a fantastic uh, win last week, too, Very over cool. Civic Memorial, 42 nothing, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, go ahead. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, Mark goes into extreme detail here about all the stuff you did, not just, um, you know, as a cheerleader, softball, FCA, but all the stuff you did in the classroom and all the stuff you did in the community. I mean, how did you have time to do half of this stuff? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I got a huge list here, but just, you know, how did you keep it in check with, with trying to compete and do the right thing in the classroom and the community? Um, I think the most important thing I tried to do is just like stay organized and stay on top of things because it's really easy to be like, oh, like I can just do that tomorrow and then it all starts adding up and you just get yourself stressed out. So I think I just really tried to like make sure I did stuff and stayed on top of it. That's so good. Absolutely. That's so good because you know what? I, As a teacher, I work with kids who are struggling and a lot of times the first place we begin is getting them organized. Who taught you how to be organized or is it just innate? For you? I think I'm just kind of like that. I get it from my uh, dad. Good. Wow, good for you. And I think organization is one of the most important skills. Love that. Like, you probably get, get really happy when you go into schools and into uh, places like Office Max when you see all the stuff that can help you stay organized, <laughs> right? Am I right? Yeah, see, me too. Very good. Good, good, good for you. All right, what else did he say? Peyton is a model student-athlete that not only represents between the lines, but outside the lines as well. Uh, she represents a wide variety of sports and helps develop and, and enrich Roxanne athletic programs by modeling respect, teamwork, and a winning attitude. 
So those are things that directly were said by your athletic director, which is pretty awesome. That's really awesome. And you were, as uh, Chad mentioned a second ago, the sports, the academics, but then also you had clubs. Mm-hmm. You were involved in the school. Why did you make that decision? Because you easily could have just focused on academics and sports. I mean, like I said, I just loved Roxana. Like I loved being in high school and I loved being a part of it. And like being the class vice president, I had a lot of like to do with homecoming and designing our shirts and stuff like that. And I just really enjoyed doing that and being able to like have a say in things. Man, maybe this girl should go into politics. She's a good organizer and a, and a leader. Vice president already. You like leading people and bringing people together? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Hmm. What do you think? I think she's ready. Maybe you could host a podcast. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Metro Esports. We need an intern. I, I like to talk, so I probably could. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. Good enough. What else is on uh, Mr. Briggs's uh, application here? You know, nomination form? I just want to learn a little bit more about the stuff you're doing in the community with your church, the Lions Club, the Salvation Army, you're helping with blood drives, you're helping with Santa breakfasts. I mean, uh, which one of those stood out to you as the most fun and things you were thinking about? Um, I'd probably say the one that was the most fun was the Santa breakfast because I love kids and there was like a ton of little kids there and we did like arts and crafts table. So we got to help them. That would also go with like Bible school because I really liked being like a counselor and helping and like taking care of the kids. Awesome. Cool. So I was just going to say, so part of each month with our charitable champion, you get to select the charity of your choice and front office fiduciary network makes a $500 donation. So why don't you talk about who you chose as your charity? I chose the wounded warrior project because that one's important to me because my great grandpa was a world war II veteran and my cousin is currently serving in the military. He's stationed in Germany right now. And I just think it's really important to give back to them because they sacrifice their lives and their own time and they spend years or months away from their family to like protect and serve us. So I just think it's important that they're like taken care of when they come back. What's your cousin's name? Uh, Logan Scroggins. Logan Scroggins. And where does, where you said Germany? Mm-hmm. And in which branch of the surface? Army. He's uh, going to paratrooping school right now. Okay. Logan Scroggins, thank you for your service and Congratulations to you on on picking a, a fantastic charity. Thank you. A great organization. Really well done. And I yeah. understand there's some good news about it because it was close to 9-11, I think. Yes. Uh, perfect timing as we made that donation over the weekend here. There was another uh, private organization that would match any donation. So your $500 donation actually turned into a $1,000 donation to the Wounded Warrior Project. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. It did turn out perfect with 9-11 yesterday. Yeah, definitely. Great job. Well, Peyton Hartman, thanks so much for coming by. Congratulations on being the latest charitable champion from Roxana High School, and good luck with everything you're doing at St. Louis University. Stay organized. Stay involved just like, you're, just like you are, and I know you're going to be awesome. Chad? Yeah. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Front Office Fiduciary Network, behind all this, thanks so much for your, for your help. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for having me. Okay, guest number two is Zach Roseman of Quad County Sports, and I cannot wait to hear his story or the story about all the cool stuff he's doing right now. But first, I want to talk about Callaway Home Loans because Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loans saves me me money every month, and he'll save my family thousands in the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage, and he can do the exact same thing for you. 
Rates are up and down, but right now they're a little bit lower, and you need to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans, and ask for the MESP special. If you refinance with Andy, he'll donate $100 to the Metro East High School or Junior High team of your choice. He'll give $100 to Roxana Golf. He'll give $100 to Collinsville Football. It's up to you. Call Andy today at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. All right, welcome to the show, Zach Roseman. Yeah, thank you for having me. Let's start with you. Who are you? Where are you from? How did you get involved with sports? All right, so I am, I guess, originally from Monroe County. Uh, Parents serve. Dad went to Waterloo. My mom went to Jabot. I lived in Waterloo until uh, 2011. And then I moved up to Collinsville, and I've lived there ever since. And the connection to sports, you got into sports at an early age, or was this a thing you fell into later? Um, my dad played football at Waterloo High School, and then my mom played a little bit of softball at Jabot, and my dad coached off and on for a little while. He doesn't anymore, but – and uh, it – you know, it's just always kind of been around. I never, I never really did anything super athletic. I mean, I did marching band in high school, which, in my opinion, it is a sport. But at Collinsville High School, yep. Why is it a sport? Well, the definition of a, it's a physical activity that you know exists in a competitive setting against a team or other individual, and it's scored. I mean, if you're going to consider you know, dance or cheer or anything like that, a sport, then I think marching bands in a similar vein. Or synchronized swimming. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah, absolutely. More similar. And or like gymnastics or anything. And on like top that. of that, you're playing a musical instrument. Mm-hmm. So not only is it a sport, it's a cool sport. And if you don't like it, that's fine. So yeah. I mean, it doesn't it, have to be your thing. It, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not for everybody. So what'd you play? I played clarinet. I don't, I don't really play a whole lot anymore, but. In the Kayhawk band. Yeah. Okay. So now you have formed quad you have founded quad county sports what is it so quad county sports is a little it's i started it kind of i guess not quite on a whim i had kind of been wanting to go in some sort of direction like that but i started it up uh, a little over a month ago i guess now like not a couple weeks before the start of the season really and it's gotten off to a pretty good start i think so this fall you have gotten off You've started Quad County Sports. Yeah. On tw- and you've and you're available on is it's purely social media. Do you have a website? Uh not yet. That's a goal to have that eventually, but as of right now we're just on Twitter. Twitter is the only social media you're on. Uh, yeah, for right now the the goal is to expand, hopefully get a domain and actually get like a website set up, maybe even look at starting a Facebook page, but as of right now we're just on Twitter. Okay. And who is involved in Quad County Sports besides you? Uh, really it's just me and then my dad will help me out with research and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's as right now, it's basically a one man effort. There's a couple of people that I maybe will, am thinking about trying to reach out to, but, uh, I'm not, like I said, it's still pretty early. There's still, there's definitely plans to improve it considerably. Okay. So quad County, four counties, Mm -hmm. let's do Madison, St. Clair, Monroe. And here's where it gets tricky. Because you could go Jersey, 
What's your fourth county? Uh, the fourth county is Clinton. I mean, we really kind of include Jersey anyway because Jersey, you know, Jerseyville are really the only school in Jersey County, and they're in a conference with you know Mascuda and Civic Memorial and all those schools, and uh, you know, so basically get thrown in, and then we'll talk about you know Randolph County, some Randolph County schools, and then Washington County to an extent as well. But you know that those four is really the main are really the main schools that I try to focus on. And your main objective is to give high school sports. You're not following, are you following college? Uh, no. Okay. Really. I'm not really keeping track of McKendry or, yeah, this is purely. And you're not promoting like the dirt tracks or, or worldwide technology speedway. You're just only focused on the high school sports scene. Uh, as of right now, I mean, maybe down the, maybe, you know, once we get through and, We'll see where we're at once we get into the summer, and then maybe we can talk about uh, maybe we can look at stuff like that or, uh, you know, like Montclair League baseball or stuff like there that. There we so. go. We've had the Montclair. We've had the Montclair guys on here. We've had uh, Coach Jim Thompson on here and Scott Warren from the 618 High School Huddle. Yep. I, so uh, those guys are in the in the industry, so to speak. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah that's another podcast that I follow, you know, listen to them pretty regularly. Okay. Work. So you're promoting sports in the quad counties and the four counties and beyond, and you are taking a hard look at high school sports in particular. And one of the things I noticed that you are doing is you are doing rankings. Schools, I mean, you're ranking uh, by size and sports, fall sports. Yeah. Uh, and the, yeah, as of right now, the kind of, you know, there, in my opinion, there are other people that do, you know, football and what and soccer better than what I can do. And so I'll try and, you know, post a, there's a really good page called a Chicago land soccer and they do, and they do like a downstate. Yeah. They do like a downstate, uh, rankings, rankings and, you know, and it works out and it, yeah. And I try to give credit to them for, yeah. So you borrow what they what they do, yeah. or you or you or you consider what they say when you're doing your rankings? Uh, as of right now, I'm borrowing it because, like I said, I think you know they have more resources than I do for something like soccer. And yeah, like like I said, as of right, now, I think there are people that can do football better than me. I think there are people that can do soccer better than me. Are you ranking teams and individuals or just teams? Uh, as of right now, we're just doing teams. There isn't really. You know, with golf or tennis, it's not something that, I mean, there's information available, but there's only so much to talk about. And it's kind of hard. Like, I try to cover tennis and golf stuff when I see it. Um, you know, like the uh, uh, the Johnson sisters from Edwardsville. There's a girl from Waterloo that's done really well. Uh, and, you know, I try to mention them. But, you know, it's not some, it's not something that I know enough about to really be able to put out my own opinions about it. Are you getting out and seeing any of this firsthand? Uh, I try to when I can. I've uh, as of right now, I've gotten to, I've gotten to a couple soccer games. I've gotten to a couple of football games, but I, you know, in a perfect world, I'd be at a game every night. But I'm not quite at that capability wise yet. You know. Well, personally, I think uh, everybody in the Metro East loves high school sports. Just about everybody. Yeah, it, it really is. You know, it really is a pretty big deal. You know. Yeah. You know, see it in. You know, speaking from my own personal perspective, seeing Collinsville, and it's a really the Cahawk fans are rabid. Yeah, they've it really is, and there's a lot of there's a lot of big community buy-in. It seems like totally. everybody, you know, it's not 
you know, like you see it in the movies or whatever, where you're, you know, closing down, closing down the store to go to the game. It's, it really is a big, it really is a big deal. And, you know, the work that, you know, Clay Smith does and even, totally. the, and even the work that, uh, uh, Todd Duke does with Gayhawk Sports Network is, you know, broadcasting and that's, you know, and, you know, Todd said it on a couple of different occasions and I've had the pleasure of working him for working with him for a couple of years and the, uh, you know, being able to, you know, being able to get it out to grandparents or whatever who totally. live in, you know, Indianapolis or. Everybody Todd loves Duke. Todd Duke, but you know what everybody hates? What? Waiting in line at the DMV. And now you don't have to. Go see the state certified experts at Rosenthal License Service for all your licensing needs, including title work for cars, trucks, motorcycles, ATVs, boats, campers, RVs, and trailers. Located in Edwardsville, in the Montclair Shopping Plaza, right across from the DMV, Rosenthal is a local family-owned business that's been serving the Metro East for more than 80 years with fast, friendly service. And they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public. So, the next time you need to renew your sticker, save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends Francis and John at Rosenthal Licensed Service or give them a call at 656 656- Six one, six three. Okay. So, what has the response been? You've only been doing this for about a month. So, I mean, I, I think the response has been pretty good. You know, I've gotten stuff out, and I've gotten, uh, you know, a couple of, you know, pretty big deal follower. I've gotten some follows from people that I have a lot of respect for, and that have been doing the sports media thing a lot longer than I have. And uh, you know, as of right now, I think I'm at. I want to say like 58, 59 followers on Twitter. 59? Or some, something like that. I remember, and we just did 50 a few days ago. And, okay. you know, it's the, you know, it's a slow, it's a slow burn, but it's, you know, the goal is to get it bigger and better. And, you know, we'll see how far it can take this. You know what? And we're all in the Metro East together. And you're following Metro East athletes and teams, and you're promoting them. And I'm, I'm happy to promote you. So give Quad County Sports a follow at QC Sports 55. Yep, that is correct. Why'd you pick that for your handle? Uh, well, QC Sports was taken, and uh, 55 is a number that, and it just seemed like a good number. It's the number my dad wore when he played football in high school. So I've always kind of liked 55 as a number. So. Okay. So what is your goal in terms of rankings? Um, Are you? Is it your goal to publish a ranking for every? sport this fall or not are you going to stay away from football soccer uh as of right now i think i'm going to stick away uh, stay away from football soccer at least for the time being because like i said i I feel like there are people that do it better than i can uh volleyball i think the volleyball polls have gotten a pretty good response and i you know it's nice because i feel like not a ton of people are i mean you have the you know the post dispatch and i mean they've got gobs and more resources than i do but you know i feel like just to be able to you know, push something out and contribute to the work that you and everybody else does. Has anybody given you any hate? Has anybody said, wait a minute, you got us ranked third, pal. Don't you recognize that we beat the team you got ranked second last week? Have you gotten any of that yet? Uh, not yet. Um, I mean, I'm sure, you know, more uh, hate comes with fame. But as of right now, I really haven't had any issues. So that hate comes with fame. So yeah, exactly. You know, I said a long time ago when we started giving out our Mespi awards, I said eventually someone's going to complain and when they do, then at least we know they're paying attention. 
yeah, I mean, you know, the whole mockery is the sincerest form of flattery type thing. Wow. Okay, so is Quad County Sports the main focus of your professional life, or are there other things that you do professionally, Zach Roseman of Quad County Sports? Uh, so it's, uh, I, you know, in a perfect world, I'd love to be able to make some kind of a living off of it. As of right now, I'm not because it's a you know a new thing. How do you monetize it? Yeah, it's going to be difficult for you to. Yeah, I guess you know down the line if sponsors, yeah, sponsors and whatnot, and you know we'll kind of wait and kind of wait and see. You know, maybe even looking at uh, maybe even looking at like merch or something down the line, but we'll see. So I think yeah, mer- as of I think right, merch as, is a good idea. As of right now, I uh, just uh, you know work in a part-time job doing what I can't get into games when I can and you know trying to put out coverage and you know put it in a position for people to see it and hopefully people enjoy it and so far it seems like they are perfect world do you see yourself covering all the sports and getting out there and seeing everybody from north to south is that is that the thing you like the most about this or is it or is it coming up with the lists or what uh I mean you know, in a perfect, and I guess in a perfect world, it would be, you know, I'd be going to a game every night, live tweeting, putting out rankings, and maybe even looking at something, perhaps even like this, you know, maybe looking at the podcasting front or, you know, there's a lot of formative ideas, but it's still, it's still early. And I think, you know, the goal for now is to get, get stuff going. And then once we get, you know, hopefully you can try and expand some things some more once we get into basketball season and continue to grow from there. Which sports are your favorite? Do you have any favorites? Um, well, I mean, all you know, it kind of interest kind of waxes and wanes with the season. You know, during the spring, you know, I like baseball quite a bit. I guess in general, it's probably basketball. Uh, you know, it's just that's a Kayhawk thing. Yeah, you know, it's a you know covering you know covering basketball and soccer you know being from Collinsville that make you know that makes a certain amount of sense but it uh it really yeah I think you know the goal is to have uh I guess the goal is to have like boys and girls boys and girls rankings and then cover wrestling and whatnot when we can um because wrestling is fun you know I've got I've gotten to be able to go to a couple of meets it's fun and the community is really really passionate we have some talented kids here very um, you know, uh, you know, I'll, you know, there's a whole bunch of different people that you could list off that have gone to wrestle at the division one level, but, you know, cover that when I can. And then once we get into the spring, you know, baseball, softball, girls, soccer track, when we get the opportunity to, and then, you know, tennis, talk, man, Yeah, talk about tennis when we can, let's and, go. Uh, you know, just kind of go from there. And then, like I said, like we mentioned earlier, the summer, we'll kind of see where we're at. So, uh, well, I wish you luck, man. It's all going to, it's going to evolve for you. You know, whatever your vision is in the start, just keep plugging away at it. And it's going to, it's going to evolve into what you want it to be and, uh, enjoy it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the goal. You know, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't enjoy it. Zach Roseman, Quad County Sports. Come on back sometime. Yeah. And we'll keep we'll keep talking about it. What do you, what's been the biggest story this fall in your opinion in in local high school sports or what have you been what have you personally been following or what have you been following at Quad County? I mean, it's still I mean, it's still so early. You know, we're in the middle of September. We still have you know, we still have like 
two, three weeks before golf regionals even. And, you know, from there and you can go on to, you know, tennis and volleyball and soccer. And I think probably I know some things that I've noticed is uh, kind of the start that some of the Southwestern Conference soccer teams have had. Collinsville have gotten off to a good start. Belleville East uh, beat Edwardsville for the first time in like 12, 13 years or right. something like that. They beat that. them 5-0. Yeah, and so it wasn't uh, just a win; it was really yeah, convincing. You know the, the you know they've done, you know, uh, Coach English and that program have done a really good job, and you know, and you know, golf. You know, it talked about the Johnson sisters and the and uh, Reese Kite from Waterloo, and you know, there's some football stuff too. Uh, you know, Highland have gotten off to a good start. Edwardsville going down and getting that big win at Jackson, and. You know, it's still very, you know, still really early. There's a lot of things that could present themselves and once we get into the playoffs. And, you know, I think that's really the biggest thing is to be able to cover the stories. You know, I'm not I'm not a person that likes to try and I'm not going to try and push a narrative one way or the other. But I think the big, you know, if I can let the stories develop themselves. Do you have a journalism background? Uh no, not really. I'm have, strangely enough, I'm not really a person that I never really loved English. Like I didn't mind reading, but I just didn't. I don't really like academic writing very much. You know, I guess kind of looking and maybe look at some kind of broadcast journalism type thing and kind of go from. But like I said, you know, things are still formative. It's still early, and we'll kind of see what exactly the plans wind up being. All right, Zach. Well. Don't be a stranger. Come on back to the Metro Esports podcast. Let's work together. Uh, thank you for covering the local athletes and local teams. Uh, thanks for doing your rankings. And uh, don't forget about tennis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, try and, uh, you, know, you know, it's uh, you try and find inf- what information you can. And How about ranking local podcasts, local sports podcasts? Have you thought about doing that? Uh, that might be a little too in- – uh, that might get me in trouble. We'll, well see. <laughs> Zach Roseman, thanks so much for coming by. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, guest number three tonight from Edwardsville High School, a couple of football stars, quarterback Jake Curry and middle linebacker Dalton Brown. Or do you say inside linebacker? Do you say inside or middle? It's either of them, really. It depends on if you play yeah. with three or four, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm the will backer, which is the inside linebacker. That's what it's called? Yep, the will. Okay. Well, before we get to these two Tigers, I want to talk about Oak Brook Golf Club. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I can attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tea time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600 or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. All right, Tigers, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yep. Great start to the season. You're 3-0. Yes, sir. Now, you haven't won the conference. You haven't qualified for state. You haven't won state yet. And nothing is done. But are you where you want to be? think we got a lot of potential and we're just going to keep improving day by day dalton brown right there inside linebacker talking about potential and improvement is it something that you guys feel like you are making big strides on a weekly basis uh i think the first two weeks we kind of 
came out slow. We didn't show everyone we can do, but this past week, I think they got a little glimpse how dominant we can be. What specifically are you improving? Is it the pace of play? Is it being in the right spot on defense? Is it? I think it's uh, the mental stuff. I think we got all the athletes on the team that we can go do big things. I think it's just mental stuff, like watching film, knowing your assignments, and just stuff like that. Okay. Let's switch it over to Jake. I think week number one, week number – well, your first two weeks were both close games. Yeah, uh-huh. playing at Jackson was just crazy. I think they had – I want to say 6,000 fans there. What? Yeah, something crazy like that. And that was definitely the biggest game I think anyone on our team has played in. And we came out very slow offensively. And then the second half, second half we kicked it. Do you think? On, turned it on. Could you have been intimidated by, by the crowd in the beginning? Do you think that was a factor? It's tough to admit that, but could that have been a factor? I definitely think that there was a couple kids on the team that that played a big factor because I think we returned maybe four or five guys from last year that started, but like Dayon Gaston, it was his first starting game playing varsity. Joey Demar, Ali Haroon, um, I I can keep going. There's quite a few that that was the first starting game. And you guys were down. I remember seeing on Twitter, I think you were down like 21. 27 at halftime, I think. You were down by 27 points at halftime? No, like it was 20 to 7 at halftime. Okay, 27. So you were down. Yeah, I thought you were down over 20 points. We were we were down 20-0 until like three minutes left in the second half or something. Three minutes to go in the game. No, three minutes. Sorry, three minutes to go in the second quarter. That's okay, funny. so three minutes to go in the half, and you're down by 20 points. Mm. How were you able to come back? Obviously, you didn't panic. Yeah, that definitely played a big role. And I feel like people, we started to wake up and realize that we're not out of the game and there's still two more quarters to be played. So, How about Tiger fans? Were they down? How many of them made the trip down there? If I'm going to be completely honest. Not many? I saw all red in the stand. (laughs) Oh, yeah. it was. That atmosphere was just wild. Did it make it more fun? Oh, yeah. Especially when... Beating them, what was it? They had a twenty-something game win streak at home, and then beating them at the pit. I mean, what was their fan reaction when they lost? Were I, they were they loud or were they stunned, silent? I think they were stunned. Like uh, we charged the field, obviously beating them in that big victory, and like I, there was like you could hear a pin drop in there. Really? Yeah, and there's in the crowd. I think the announcer was like, "And great ones at Ersville Tigers shut it off and left." Like, okay. Yeah, they 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 were a very good team, very good team, and I don't think they expected us to beat them. Coached well, big school, big athletes, good athletes. They had a defensive end that's probably the best player I've ever played against. Okay. Talk about your coaches. What were the coaches saying? You guys get down to Jackson. It's your first game of the year. What was Coach Matt Martin and his staff saying to you? Um, I feel like they were saying that, we aren't really stop. They're not like we were stopping ourselves. No one else was stopping us really offensively. And I don't know if that was defensively, but I feel like offensively we were stopping ourselves. We had one turnover in that game early. I think it was the first drive. I want to say we turned over the ball and it was on like our own 10, I think. And Jackson scored right off of that, and it was 14-0. And then 
but no one put their head down. So that was what the best part was. Did you find yourself having to be the leaders on the defensive and offensive sides of the ball during that moment of crisis? Yeah, I, I feel like I knew going into halftime, I'm like, we have we were kicking ourselves in the foot, you know what I mean? Like whatever they say, shooting, shooting ourselves in yeah. the foot. Yeah. Like we had so many minimal mistakes in the first half. And when we got those cleaned up, you saw at halftime, they scored seven points in the second half. Like we had, I think four or five, three and outs in a row. And I think after seeing two or three of those in a row, we were like, Oh yeah, we can play with these guys. Like we're plenty capable of getting stops and getting our offense back the ball. And obviously Jake and, his crew did their job and went down and scored a bunch. And last what, 25, 30 seconds, they, he threw a pass to Joey Damar in the end zone. And there it goes. You know, we go into overtime. And I don't know what, I don't know what happened in overtime. But uh, I think, did, did you get the ball first? Yeah, I think, no, I'm pretty sure Jackson got the ball yeah, yeah. first. Jackson they, got the ball first. They scored and went for two and then we scored went for two and then jackson got the ball or no we got the ball back and we were like we have to score or else they're they're either gonna score and go for two and win or and this is your starting at the 20 20 i think it was 20 but then we had a five yard penalty or no okay. no we got the ball we got five yards the next play we got like a 10 yard penalty is that the same rule in illinois do you play by the same rules in illinois um, I know the rules in Missouri are a lot different. Like, I know last weekend or this past weekend when we played Soul Dan, like we were up thirty-five-zero at half, and it was a running clock. But in Illinois, you'd have to be up by forty for it to be a running clock. Gotcha. All right, I want to talk about uh, week number two. Another big win, thirty-one twenty-eight against Highland, and that was a great game. But first, I want to thank partners Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, the number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Casson's Inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Casson's.com. Casson's has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car anyplace else or a truck. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassens is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. I think there's a guy in your class whose dad works at Cassens too, if I'm not mistaken. Corbin, right? Corbin. Corbin Wetzel. On the golf team, another athlete. There's a bunch of athletes in that fourth-hour class, and we'll get to that more later. So week number one, great win. You're feeling good about yourselves. But you can't relax because then you've got another local school that would love to beat you and in Highland. And Highland comes to town. They brought the whole town. And they brought the town. And good for them for being spirited. And they would love to beat you. You're a bigger school. you got a target on your back with them. And they put up a great fight. Oh, yeah. So respect for Highland. Oh, res I have respect. so much respect for Highland, man. They played so hard. I think... I think we got a little cocky after week one. We didn't have the great great week of practice, and they came out and or well, we came out early. We we started off hot, but they didn't quit, man. They were, I think them and Jackson were very well coached teams. They battled hard and they just didn't give up. And I think 
because our week of practice we didn't have the I don't know we didn't prepare correctly not it was on the players I mean the coaches put a great plan together for us every week but the, we we got a little cocky after the week one win and didn't practice well and I think it really showed on the field but I glad I'm glad we squeaked out of there with the win and Highland did some things well against you talk about Highland's strength on the field in week number two what did they do that surprised you maybe a little bit um, definitely from last year, they came in the game with a chip on their shoulder. They didn't want to lose again. They were a senior led team this year. So I feel like they thought that they could beat us, which at some point in that game, I, I got a little nervous because they came out offensively there. I mean, they planned well and you could tell and defensively they, they stopped us. We had two turnovers, I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. They just, they were playing a lot harder than they did in the last year, that's for sure. And they brought a big crowd, and they were into it, and you and you squeak out a three-point victory. Oh, yeah. A whole team effort, special teams, defense, and offense. Yes, that was the vibe that I got. It wasn't a mistake-free game on your part. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. Did you, feel like was, did you feel like it was a step in the right direction, though, after the first game or not, or maybe a step I, back? I don't, I don't think we made – many steps forward that game I think there was a lot of mental mistakes and that's what was our plan not to have as many mental mistakes as like the first week but I think I think week three sold and that we'll probably talk about in a minute I think we made a lot of steps forward and knowing your assignment tackling and stuff like that on defense and then week number three you took on Soldan on Saturday and that you were up 35 nothing at half and then uh, running clock eventually in this contest and you feel like you were able to put things all together. Yes, yeah. I think defensively, I think we tackled a lot better. I think we knew our assignments. And I think it showed. I mean, they, they had some athletes on their team. I mean, they had a probably 220-pound running back who was a he was a big dude and I think we tackled him well and we handled our business and got out of there with a – much-needed big win. What was the key to to handling their 220-pound all-star running back? <laughs> a lot of helmets on him. Oh, yeah, a lot of helmets. I think we did a great job of that on week three. I think we gang-tackled really well, and then the first guy hit him low and then get him tumbling, and then next two guys finish the tackle. Very good. Good enough. Well, this week you open up the Southwestern Conference with uh, a tough opponent in O'Fallon. And then you got to back that up with East St. Louis, Belleville East, Belleville West. So the Southwestern Conference is is tough. Are you where you want to be going into the conference schedule? Um, I feel like we could be a little bit better than what we are right now. We had a pretty good practice today, and I'd say that you could definitely tell that people are ready for this game on Friday, and we don't want to have the same result as last year. And come, they're coming to us, so we got to expect a win. Talk about O'Fallon. What do you have to prepare for when you prepare for O'Fallon? Um, offensively, they have a pretty good defense. I'd say number six is one of the best D linemen in the area for sure. Being related to Keith Randolph, he's uh, he's not as tall as Keith, but he's definitely as strong as Keith, I feel like. And I, as a quarterback, I kind of want to know where he's at on the field. So if he's at my blind spot or if I can see him, just, just knowing where he's at, I feel like is going to help me a lot better. And on the defensive side of the ball, what are you getting ready for? Yeah, I mean, they're a senior-led team. I think they have 11 seniors. They're only seniors. Uh, they're only non-seniors or center, so we got to be ready for a fight. And they they got some big boys up front, but I think we're going to handle it well. We need to we need to know our assignments and tackle well and 
They got a quarterback that me and Jake know from seven on seven who's he can play, he can spin it. So I think if we know our assignments and just be physical with them and be if we be more if we are more physical than them, I think we can come out with the win. That's the key in your opinion. Okay. What's the strength of your team now? Let's talk about the Tigers. What does what do the Panthers and all the other teams that you guys play have to worry about with you guys? What are your strengths? Um, I feel like one of our strengths is definitely playing as a team. We play better as a team than we have last year, but like we all say this all the time, we don't want to be compared to our last season. We just want to be us and play like us because if we do that, I feel like we, we're unstoppable. You, unstoppable team, unstoppable team offense, unstoppable team defense. Should I pick you guys in my fantasy drafts? Are you eligible? Um, I don't know you about that. You quite a few touchdowns uh, yeah. already this year. How many touchdowns do you have this year? I'm pretty sure I have 10. Um, I have two running, eight throwing. Very good. Congratulations. All right. I've got a few more questions for you guys, but first I want to talk about Keller Williams Marquis. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquis Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game the chance to serve you. They have offices in Waterloo, O'Fallon, and Edwardsville with more than 130 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 5,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing, and they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they're ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at BlastingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. All right, guys, congrats on your on your hot start. 3-0 is, is a great place to be, and I know the wins haven't been perfect, but maybe that's a sign of a great team. Uh, if you can pull out a win even when you've got your uh, – when you don't have your A game. But you guys are not just football players. Dalton, what else are you what else are you doing? Uh, I'm a thrower in track and field. So in the spring, when I'm not working out, I'm with Mr. Foster and we, me and Yose and a couple other dudes from last year. We we go out there and chuck the disc and shot put, and it's a good time. Does it make you a better football player? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think the footwork that is involved in throwing makes me a lot better football player. And it's fun. Oh yeah, it's so fun. I mean, who doesn't want to go throw stuff? You know, we go out there and just talk and throw and i think it's a great time is it more laid back than football oh yeah <laughs> yeah you it's still competitive oh yeah it's real competitive but i feel like you see a different side of the coaches like, yeah so we'll have coach martin come out and help us sometimes and coach foster and they're they're a lot more laid back and I, it's real it's it's fun it's a lot more and i tell you what edwardsville high school has had some amazing throwers oh yeah i mean they, girls AJ. and boys. Yes, Imani. Yeah, Imani. She was a state champion, what, two or three times. Yeah. And then AJ, of course. And I think Yose is on the rise. I mean, he tossed a 170-something last year. And I think I think he has the potential to be better than AJ when he comes as a senior. Jaden Ulrich from Wood River oh, yeah. is crushing it at Indiana right I've now. I've seen that, yeah. And Barry Evans from Muscuda yeah. is crushing it at Alabama. So this is really kind of a, a hotbed for throwers. And a lot of people don't realize that. Mm -hmm. Any idea why you think that is? 
Um, I don't know. I think the schools around here, they get, they do a good job of getting experienced throwing coaches. So like coach Foster, he's been coaching throwing for a long time. And before coach Martin, he, he had done that for a long time as well. And I think they do a good job of getting athletes. So like some programs, just the big, the big fat kid, let's go to him a thrower. But I think it takes a lot more athleticism than people think. So, yeah, because you're not a fat kid. No, no. you're not. And neither is Yose, neither was AJ, neither was Imani and Jaden, like, and Barry, like, all the people that are really good throwers, they're really fit and strong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think the girl who just broke the uh, United States record was previously a dancer. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so. Cool. And Jake, you're going to play basketball this year. Yeah, I am. Um, Last year, I took a break to focus on football. I wanted to have a good junior year, so... But I definitely did regret it. I missed a lot. You missed it? Yeah, I missed it a lot. But this year you're going to play? Yeah, I'm definitely going to play this year. And position? Um, Wherever Coach Battis puts me, to be honest. Where do you typically play? Are you a shooting guard, point guard? Do you bring the ball on the court? Um, I would say definitely either a point guard or a ball handler. I don't have the best jump shot. Have you talked to that. Coach Battis? Does he know you're playing? Yeah, they, he does know I'm playing. I, I practiced in the summer with him a little bit, but... I was going to play in one of the tournaments, but then I, a couple of people told me it wasn't a good idea not to take the risk of getting hurt. Okay. So. And no track for you in the spring? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to run track. Just bas- uh, basketball this year, and then obviously football your senior year. Okay. Post-high school dreams for you guys, athletically, academically, whatever. Dalton, let's start with you. Uh, so after high school – I want to play college football. So, I mean, anywhere that takes me, I want to get a good academic, like some good academics. And then I want a business, business major. Like, I don't really know what I want to do yet with that, but I know you can do a lot of things. So, and I, I've made some connections. I work at the local country club and they have a bunch of business owners and there. So I don't know. I just want to see where that takes me kind of. And very good. Yeah. Not not throwing in college, just football. I mean, you could. Yeah, uh, so I think I know a couple former EHS football players like Josh Klein. I don't know if you know who that uh-huh. is, but he goes to, I think it's Missouri Westland or Illinois Westland, one of them, and he throws javelin there. So wow. I, yeah, so I think if you get, like, obviously, if, like, a D2 or a D3 school where maybe track isn't as big, I think I could, yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind doing that and, in the spring when I'm not playing football. I think it's a good hobby. Jake, post-high school plans, football in your future? Um, Yeah, I'm hoping to play college football, but I've kind of thought that if maybe that doesn't work out, maybe not go to college and try trade school or something like that. Good for you. All right, guys, goals for the rest of the season. Obviously, state championship is at the top of everybody's list. But what are your other goals as you move forward the rest of this year? Edwardsville football. Uh, I'll start, I guess. Um, I think our goals as a team, I think we just need to keep improving every day. And I think I want to show how good we are. Like, there's a glimpse of it in practice and times we play. But I just – I don't think people know how good we can be. Like, Jackson, they got a glimpse in the second half. But – I think this team, we can be really, we can be something special. And if we just keep improving day by day, 
And I mean, I think the senior group, like, they want it. Like, last year, we don't want to, we, we try to take that off our resume. All respect to the seniors last year, but I think this senior group, they're special. And they're, we, have a, we have a lot of leaders on this this team. I think Dayon Gaston on offense, I think he, he keeps that receiver group, group tight. And I think Ali Haroon on the offensive line, I mean, they get after it. I mean, that's that's I think that's one of the hardest position groups in football, and I think they take it as a group effort and they get after it. And then on defense, we have a couple seniors as well. I mean, uh, I think Johnny Robinson and Brandon Rogers. I think they do the DB group well. And then my fellow inside backer Evan. I think he Evan Holder. I think he really cares about football, and I think he does a good job in getting everybody together as well. My man, Evan Holderer. <laughs> from American Lit last year, gave one of the best presentations on uh, Walt Whitman that I can ever remember. But we'll save that story for another day. And you guys are two of the stars in Fourth Hour American Lit. Yep. And what have we worked on so far this year? First thing we did was we wrote a nice essay about what? It was about you. Like, what do you want to do in your future? And Stuff like that. What are your hobbies? What do you love and you hate? And stuff like that. And was that experience worthwhile for you? Oh, yeah. I think I learned a lot more about myself writing that essay. How about you, Jake? Um, I feel like I definitely had to think about a lot more than, like, like I had to think about what I wanted to do in the future. Like, I remember when I was young and the doctor would ask you what you wanted to do, and every single one of my response was, either playing the NBA or playing in the NFL. And then I think when I was 14 or something, I said the exact same thing and he said, oh, well, you've said this for the past couple of years. You may actually want to start thinking about something. And I was just like, nope, that's the goal. But And then when you brought up that project, I feel like I definitely did have to sit down and think about what I really wanted to do. I don't think you have to know. I think you have to have lots of interests. And if you tell me you want to play in the NFL, I'm going to say, great. I've had four kids, four students that I've had in class play in the NFL, including a Super Bowl champion. And every single one of them will be done with their NFL careers probably by the time they're 37, maybe, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So get after that football career, play football as long as you can, win as many Super Bowls as you can. And then when your football career is done, you're going to have a long life after it. So be ready for that too. Be yeah. like Gail Sayers, who started training for his life after football the first day he played football. So to me, it's not a backup plan. It's the plan for your life when you're done with your playing in the league, you know, and, 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 and getting paid and becoming famous and all that good stuff. Last questions for American Lit. What have we been reading? What have we been reading? We read... Uh, we read it in... The uh, the world on a turtle shell, right? Right, the world on a turtle's back. Yeah, back. which was written by which people? Oh, oh my! Iroquois. Iroquois, yeah. Written by the Iroquois. See, you guys are paying attention in class. I knew you were. All right, shout out to Fourth Hour American Lit, yep. and we only got to get a couple more kids to write their essays, and then we get a class field trip. <laughs> so let's to the docks or whatever. It's over there. Whatever, we'll, coffee, whatever. Sure, whatever you want to do. But we got a couple kids that need to get that last assignment in, so we'll, we'll put some pressure on them tomorrow. We'll keep encouraging them, I should say, to get that assignment in. Yeah, don't you think? Yep, encourage them. 
All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for coming by. This wasn't too bad. I didn't humiliate you too many with too many American Lit questions. I tried to scare you today to keep you on your toes. Good luck to you. Thank um, you. And the Panthers on Friday night. I know you guys are going to have a great game and hope everybody's safe and, and enjoys the experience. I know that emotions will be running high and everybody will want to win, but ultimately your, your kid's playing a contest. So enjoy the experience. Enjoy those Friday night lights because one day you won't be a high school athlete anymore and you'll miss it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks to guests Chad Opal from Front Office Fiduciary Network, Peyton Hartman, our charitable champion, Zach Roseman, Quad County Sports, Jake Curry, and Dalton Brown, Edwardsville High School Football, and for partners, Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oak Brook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services, our engineer, Everett Hicks. Thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East.